Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Devin McCoy, and this is the Dirt Bike Journals. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dirt Bike Journals. It's 2022 now. I'm excited about this new year and the upcoming opportunities. I hope you all had a great holiday and that you're excited about this new year like I am. For a quick recap, uh, I had purchased an old 92 WR250 and I brought it back to life, got new plastics on it, got it looking okay and running really fairly well. And uh, I had an opportunity to move into a different bike and I decided to let that bike go. So that bike got sold uh, and it's it's gone. I wish I maybe had some time to ride it out on the trails before I sold it, but uh it was time to move on, and I ended up picking up a 2018 YZ250X, which I am super excited about. And uh, I've got some stories about that. Uh, as as is fairly common when you buy a used dirt bike, you tend to buy somebody else's problem. And I did just that. So I'll have a few stories about that coming up. I'll throw in and pepper in with some of the episodes coming up. First of all, this episode today, I want to apologize up front for the audio quality. It is definitely not what I like to produce. Uh, I was trying out a new microphone and a new app for doing some recording, and it just wasn't quite satisfactory. Bear with me. The content still really good, so if you'll just please understand with the audio quality, I am working on it, and hope you enjoy. Monica, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No, yeah, of course. This is awesome. Yeah, so uh, for the listeners, Monica uh, had emailed a story about her in, in one of the races, and it was it sounded so gnarly and, and, and kind of crazy and fun that I reached out and asked you if you would tell the story personally. So here we are after a lot of back and forth. We're finally ready to do this. So uh, let's, uh, let's start with some questions, shall we, Monica? Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. First of all, where are you from? Um, so I grew up in uh, the Bay Area, California, so San Jose. I was originally born in California, um, Sacramento, but then we moved okay. to San Jose when I was around four, and it all started from there. Yeah. Cool. What kind of riding terrain is there around uh, around San Jose? Uh, so it's really hilly in Silicon Valley area. So usually we hit the uh, motorcycle parks or my uncle's got some farms and ranches that we usually ride at. Oh, that's lucky, man. I wish I had something like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tear it up and there's no one else out there. Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool. So how long have you been riding? How did you get your start? So I started on a Honda 50 when I was like five or six. And then I basically grew up, um, riding with my family. My brothers, my siblings all grew up riding. Um, eventually, I'd bump up to a 90, 110. It all just, like, kind of escalated from there. Um, mm-hmm. I mainly was on the 230 when I was in high school and then switched to my dad's okay. bike, which wasn't a very good idea. Um, he <laughs> rode a KTM 450. Yeah, that's a big bike for a, a girl my oh, size. man. Did you do anything mm-hmm. to the suspension, or was it just as tall as it was? 
Uh, no, I kind of I messed up the bike a couple times. Nothing uh, to the suspension. More of just like uh, I broke the back brake one time, which wasn't very good. Uh, dented <laughs> the exhaust a couple times. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Oh. <laughs> and Dad was just like, "Well, she's learning, I guess." Yeah, I felt bad. He had to do a lot of fixing to that bike, but it's all worth it. It only makes me better. Oh, yeah, that's good, as long as you learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> what, do you cur- <laughs> what do you currently ride now? Uh, I still currently ride my dad's 450. We're in the process of actually looking for a bike for the next race. Um, we're main- cool. We're aiming for either um, – a KTM 250, which is uh, the four-stroke, or a KTM uh, 150 um, two-stroke, which would be cool. a good um, size, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so what's your finding favorite those kind place? Of bikes. Yeah, it, you know, the market right now is really kind of tough. You're, mm-hmm. you're kind of paying out the nose for a, a decent bike. Yeah, we're looking everywhere, and there's nothing. They're either not the right model for the track that I ride. It's it's awful. Yeah, the bike I, I really wanted, I couldn't find any that looked nice right around the area. I ended up finding mine in, I think it was Snowmass, Colorado. So. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> I'm in Utah, so yeah. it's not that bad, but still, it was five mm-hmm. hours away. Yeah. But do what you got to do if it's the right bike, so. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyway, uh, so... Right there around San Jose, what's your favorite place to ride? If it's not right there, where would you prefer to be if you can be anywhere? Um, Well, so far, it's my uncle's ranch, which are usually where the uh, Lazy Bum Hair Scramble races are held. Um, if not, since that's like an hour and a half away, we usually just mm-hmm. go to Metcalf with me and my friends. Right. Uh, that's basically it. They're both small, uh, super easy to ride. Cool. The tracks aren't that hard. Yeah, I've never yeah. been much of a track guy, so to watch watch people rip around the tracks and and time their jumps and everything perfectly and figure out the the line that gives them the most direct shot, it's it, it's kind of intimidating to me to watch that. I'm more of a, mm-hmm. a single track guy, so yeah. <laughs> props to you. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, well, let's get into your story, Monica. Um, so. You were at the uh was it the the lazy bum hair scramble and what was the city called? Uh Pacinas, California. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not one hundred percent sure. Uh it's a little past oh. Hollister. So the whole day went perfectly fine. Um woke up at a decent time, signed in and everything. I never ate that morning, which isn't a very good idea. Uh the nerves mm-hmm. kinda got to my stomach. Yeah, it's terrible. Um and then after that I just suited up. I was on the track. Uh, and then we were going, I finished the first lap. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. Uh, I did not realize how hard that track was going to be until I was on the track. Um, I how many broke my other riders were there? Um, it was a, in my class, I think there was around eight out of all the girls. There were around like 40, I believe. So it was a Jeez, decent amount. I mean, there wasn't a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, going around the first track, the rain, it wasn't raining at all. So it was either dusty or rocky, and it was just, like, it was hard terrain to ride on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was tough. Mm-hmm. And then I broke my visor on my helmet from a, the branch before I hit another branch. Oh, so my geez. visor was off. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was awful. I was flying off that bike left and right. It was okay. Tough. So in um, your was, in your description, you were talking about uh, people were throwing up coming in, mm-hmm. in front, into the pits or after the first lap. So it was pretty intense and was I guess really hot. No, it was a, it was good weather. I just I'm the track was just impossible for all of us girls to go through. I'm props to the girls who finished. That track was pretty hard. Um, yeah. I just we were going around this one corner and it was just like all rocks and all of us were just trying to get through it. One girl stopped and she just ripped her helmet off and just like let it out and I was like ew whoa but I mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was it was cool though I mean good for her she still went on um and then I I eventually got to the point of exhaustion that's that's nuts Mm -hmm. it totally happened to you then as well oh yeah so I finished the first lap and then I ended up at the pits and I just ripped off my helmet and then I was just like I have to get it out but there was nothing in my stomach since I didn't eat that morning. Um, oh, so I was man. just gagging and gagging. People were, like, yelling at me, like, oh, do you need a paramedic? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm just I'm just exhausted. I'll still go on. Um, and then I that just, is so after cool I went, just to, like, that you're working that hard on a bike that you get yourself to that point. Like, yeah, it's it's a good feeling, though. Like, it might suck in the moment, but it's, like, it's a good yeah. feeling working yourself on the bike. Yeah, and then after that, I just I put my helmet back on, went back on the track, and then halfway on the track, me I was behind this one girl, and like I said, it was a really dusty track, and she completely dusted, like, the crap out of me. Like, I couldn't see for my life. And then we were going around this tree. Oh, my gosh, it was terrible. And then this branch was hanging out, and I couldn't see it, and it completely went straight through my goggles. Thank goodness I was wearing goggles. I would have lost my eye if I, if I wasn't. Uh, but sure. it broke the lenses on, yeah, it was it was scary, but I broke the lenses on my goggles, and it hit, like, right beside my eyes. I still have a scar to this day, and it's pretty noticeable, um, but it hit oh. right next to the right side of my eye, and then I just, like, flew off the bike like I was, like, in one of those movies. Oh, it was crazy, and then <laughs> it was immediate, yeah, it was, it was a sight to see, let me tell you that, um. And then immediate swelling happened. There was blood all up in my eye. People were dragging me off the track. I had a bruise on the back of my thigh of the chain on the back tire because that's where I landed. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. And it was uh, clearly yeah, it was... probably still spinning. You were hauling through a turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, man. Um, and then, yeah, people dragged me off the track, and they were like, you're done. And I was like, dang it. I Cause usually when I race, since I'm on such a big bike, I don't finish normally. <laughs> I mean, I try oh. to, but it's hard. Were you kind of like, not not necessarily knocked out, but pretty disoriented? It totally, it knocked the wind out of me. I was in so much pain where I couldn't really talk. And I was just like, oh, that just hurt so bad. And it was just like that noise coming out of my mouth. And it was just, it was terrible. Oh, and I totally know that that helpless feeling of when you get the wind knocked out of you. And there's still a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on around you. And you get a little panicky there for a second. You're like, I'm fine, mm-hmm. but I can't stop panicking. Yeah, that that was exactly how it was. Oh, my gosh. It was fun, though. And then, yeah, <laughs> people just dragged me off the track, and they were just like, do you need a beer? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so they gave me a beer. <laughs> and I was just... And I was just sitting there having a good time while the girls were still racing with these random campers that were at the races too. 
It was a good time, though. I really liked it. there with a beer, and there's just kind of blood streaked down your face. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned that oh, it gosh. didn't stop bleeding for like a day. It just kind of weeped for a while. No, yeah, I was just, I was sitting there with ice on my face all day with a towel. Um, and then I went to bed like at nine that night, and I woke up, and there was just blood everywhere. And I was like, this oh, is not fun. Yeah, it eventually scabbed up, but I'm just happy it's all better now. It was like swollen to the yeah. point where I couldn't open my eye. <laughs> Man, you're really lucky you didn't lose your eyesight. At least, at least lose, lose your right eye. Yeah, it wow. was it was crazy. Definitely one of the worst crashes I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So it was coming into uh, a right hand turn around the tree. A uh, left hand turn. Left hand turn. And then it was around the tree. The tree. And- yeah, and then. And, it hit, oh man. Yeah, it, it makes me cringe thinking about it. Um, it hit right <laughs> in the center of my goggles, and then it shifted the branch, I guess, because people were saying when they saw my goggles, they saw a scratch coming from, like, dead center where my eyes supposed to be and then going out to the edge. And I was like, shoot, oh, if man. I took my goggles off. Yeah. It was, Because yeah. that would be kind of your... And instinct is, you know, if your tearaways are gone and it's dusty anyway, you you ditch the goggles. Man, that would have been mm-hmm. horribly for you. Mhm. I'm just happy I didn't go to the hospital. That's my main yeah goal in races. That's, yeah, that's never never a good place to end up. Mhm. Man, Monica, you sound like kind of a a bit of a badass. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> That's pretty cool, what, but but man, what a what a gnarly story! Just get peeled right off the bike, clothesline, clear off. And were there other racers behind you? Was there, were you worried about other people running you over? Uh, at that point, I I just didn't really care. I wasn't really thinking about it in the moment. Um, yeah. Thank goodness there wasn't any behind me because they would have trampled me if they were right behind me. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, like five minutes after I got off the track, like. Like four or five of them just went by, and I was like, "Shoot, that would have been bad if I did that with five minutes." Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have any plans for races coming up this uh, this spring? Yeah, there's actually a race um, late February at the same um, racetrack. So, Lazy Bum Hair Scramble for 2022. It's like an annual thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Super fun. I recommend going. Now you were mentioning in your in your first email that Cody Webb has made an appearance at that uh, at that race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first year they had the Lazy Bomb Hair Scrambles, Cody Webb ended up going because he's from San Jose. And then the next year, Taylor Roberts showed up. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Like I I never realized celebrities would actually be coming to these things, but it's it's a big event. Neat. Um, and then. Yeah, there is actually, I don't know if you know, the singer J.D. Hardy threw on a concert um, Saturday night of the weekend. He, he's the, super uh, small. Country he's, singer? He's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Sounds like a mm-hmm. a riot to go out to the Lazy Bum. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's super fun. Gets a little out of control, but not in a bad way. <laughs> well, it just makes it memorable. Everybody wants to come back. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, that's... That's neat. Well, Monica, thank you for sharing the story, and I, I hope you get more good stories, but maybe not to the level of blood coming out in the yeah, future. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> but 
yeah, thank you for sharing your story. I really appreciate it, and uh, I wish you luck in your races. No, yeah, thank you for letting me hop on the podcast. This is awesome. Yeah, and hopefully this next race you're on a 250 or a, a 150, huh? Yeah, me too. Hopefully you'll find. And if you can manage, then. if you can manage to kick butt on a 450, imagine getting on a bike you can really flick around and and control. I know that'll be, that's what that'll be exciting. <laughs> that's what I'm really stoked about. All right. Well, Monica, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you again soon. No problem. If you would like to see Monica after she crashed at the race, as well as a couple of pictures of her during the race, check out our Facebook page for the Dirt Bike Journals, as well as the Instagram page. Coming up on the next episode, we're going to take a slightly different look at the dirt bike journals is as opposed to just stories about riding dirt bikes we're going to talk about how dirt bikes saved somebody's life changed the direction they were going and really made a, a huge impact on the way they lived their life that's a pretty exciting uh, episode that we're working on and uh, i hope all of you will watch for that that's going to be a really good one and Hopefully it will maybe spark some interest and some other people would like to share some of their stories about how dirt biking has affected their lives. So anyway, stay tuned for that.